Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. A world without numbers, great resources, finger training intervention. How about you learn? Tips for teaching children with learning disabilities. This is our podcast for week 36 in 2017. We're welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. And we're going over the links that we posted on our website, Discoculia Headlines, this week. Welcome Dr. Schroeder. Well, always great to be here. Thank yeah, you. Yes, 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 yes. Well, this is, uh, this is short, short and concise. Uh, we have a couple of interesting uh, links. The, the first one is a, a TED Talk. Let's listen into what this lady has to say. She talks about a world without numbers. Let's listen to what she has to say. to explain my life to you because I'm unaware how it is to live your life and I've only lived mine. So I, th- I thought that was a pretty good quote. It is hard to explain my life to you because I don't know how you live. I, I only live my life. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and and that, that opens the uh, uh, discussion and, and the conversation about how difficult it might be for teachers, parents, counselors, whoever works with students who have this dyscalculia uh, because they can hardly understand why, for them, a uh, relatively easy question can be such a hurdle for a student with dyscalculia. It's a very important remark. And Indeed. This, this is a TED Talk from a lady who has dyscalculia herself and um, shares with the audience how that influences her life on a day-to-day basis. Actually, she's, she's a, a good presenter. It's, it's quite a funny story, very revealing how she has organized her life also and has found ways to work around all these issues. Now, let me just give an example. She talks about the trouble that people with dyscalculia have with uh, telling time and keeping track of time, particularly when you have an analog clock. So she is open about her diagnosis and talks about it, but does not want to be identified as her disorder. So, there is more to her personality than just being dyscalculic. So, she finds great ways to figure out things. And she looks at signs in yellow and then figures out that these items must be on sale. Uh, (laughs) It it, it takes two songs uh, to make her commute to school. And more of these kind of ways to cope and and find ways around uh, the issue. So, although she continues to have a fear that she may... Uh, not just to be dyscalculic, but maybe also not that bright, um, that still uh, like reverberates in her thoughts. And um, it's a shame uh, that this feeling apparently just never go away totally because um, looking at her inventive ways... Right. Uh, she must be very, very she must smart. She pretty, pretty smart in, uh, and, yeah, and thinking about uh, ways to get around it. So, yeah, it's, it's a great video to watch. Uh, our, our listeners should really, uh, really watch it. The link is uh, on the website. Now, the next link is to uh, great resources. And so, what do we have here? Yeah. Uh, Public Schools of North Carolina have created a great page with a lot of resources for both dyslexia and dyscalculia. 
And the emphasis is a bit on dyslexia, but um, it is still a great resource. And we're so happy that um, gradually um, there is um, a balance between the uh, amount of information people can get about dyslexia and about dyscalculia. So they, they are trying to... To balance that. Um, At least they mentioned the word dyscalculia, which is more than we've seen and in the past. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, they have information about accommodations, how to get from high school to college, and all kinds of other tips. Now, in fact, every state really should develop a site like this. If they publicize something about dyslexia, right. they need to have the same emphasis and information about well, dyscalculia because, Definitely. you know, it. It is as common, yeah. but um, usually uh, yeah. is forgotten. So it includes, this website includes a five-page report on statewide initiative that have taken place, but as I mentioned before, it's mainly about dyslexia. So we still got some way to go to get this up to speed and, and fill the page with uh, the same amount of dyscalculia resources, but yeah. it's it's a fantastic start. We need to send uh, yeah. them an email with some links. <laughs> Maybe that uh, that helps. It's it's at least it's a good good initiative, and it will help many uh, many people. Now the uh, the next link talks about finger uh, training intervention. What is that? I thought that that we were always working to get the kids off the finger counting and maybe off the finger counting if that is their only strategy to mm -hmm. do calculations mm -hmm. but here is a very interesting study mm -hmm. uh, by a combination of, of uh, the universities of Sheffield and Bristol in the UK and uh, the authors are Tim Jay and uh, Julie uh, Betenson and it's publicized in Frontiers in Education one of uh, in, in June 2017 and we uh, have more often linked to uh, this really good uh, journal, Frontiers in Education, so I can recommend it. Now, what did this uh, study show? Uh, they came up with an intervention about finger training, so not um, so much finger counting, but pointing and tracing, and um, also a little bit of counting, but they did much more with those fingers, and, and let's, um, uh, let's be clear about it. The first calculating machine men ever used were the fingers. Yeah. And there is a lot of connection between finger counting and moving your fingers and sensing your fingers. Also, uh, some students do not immediately know if you touch a finger and they can't see it, which one it is. So uh, here we go back to Dr. Gerstmann, who was very brilliant and already got that uh, connection. And what we see now is that we also need to look at what goes on in our cerebellum. So far we have always looked at our three big um, centers in the cerebrum, which are essential. But there is an underlying um, uh, connection going on. Uh, with the cerebellum and, and let's not forget it the cerebellum has uh, between four and six times as many neurons as the whole cerebrum so we, we can't overlook this I, um, I was I was just gonna make that point actually. yes <laughs> I hope our listeners are still with us <laughs> but in summary so uh, what, what is the yes. finger training so, so uh, it's, what it's are they trying to do um, 
it supports uh, findings of previous research that uh, say that the functional relationship between uh, finger sense and numeracy is important. Okay. So they argue that this study provides evidence that fingers represent a means for children to bridge between the other uh, representations. So between oh, verbal, okay. symbolic, and non-symbolic. Oh, okay. So by using their fingers, they can... It's sort of a bridge function to start to understand the number line. Yeah. Okay. And, interesting. Um, the large effect is... Uh, uh, large effect size suggests that with further refinement and replication, this uh, finger training and, and number games intervention could actually be useful tool for teachers and uh, support children developing uh, to understand number. And I see that um, we can revamp this, remodel this into really interesting games that kids actually want to play right. and at the same time they can learn and make those connections Very in their interesting. brain. Good good research. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, founder of Discoculia Services. And we're looking at the links provided on our website discoculiaheadlines.com. The next link uh, seems to explain how we learn. How we learn. I thought that was uh, that's pretty good. How do we learn? So, what, what do we well, have here? Uh, this, um, this article is quite difficult to summarize. In fact, it gives an overview of the current state of research about learning oh, and the okay. brain. Now, it highlights <coughs> some methods. And it also, uh, what I really like is it emphasizes the flexibility of the connections in the brain that are making the brain work fast and, and smoothly, fluently and allow you to switch tasks easily from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. Now, a very interesting part is where they talk about studies that have been done with external brain stimulation that enhances brain capabilities. Okay. Now, it sounds a little bit scary, but um, something that needs definitely needs exploration. So no. that so those are like the uh, electronic uh, stimuli that we've talked about uh, in yes. other uh, other podcasts. Yes, yes. for mm -hmm. a localized part of the brain. Okay, and also yeah. drugs. Uh, you can uh, use drugs too, although it uh, usually is not uh, as localized uh, in their effect right. as this. But it would uh, be similar to uh, to the drugs that help you focus more, like the ADHD uh, medications sure. that sure. children get. Oh. Interesting. So this yeah. is a long, long overview uh, article that's yeah, really... Yeah, uh, and although it, it, uh, the extra uh, brain um, stimulation might sound a little bit scary, um, we know already that it can temporarily bra uh, boost brain activity. And right. um, in this article they focus on the impact also that drugs can have. Now, brain continues to be a mystery. Yeah. It's very complicated. Um, but, you know, this is an, another little piece that we're un unraveling here. Right, yeah. They have very colorful, very colorful pictures um, where, they, where they show the uh, dynamics and the flexibility in the brain. It's a very interesting... But, and uh, too much article, flexibility uh, is actually also not good. Right, yeah, they make that point also here. Yeah. Interesting article. People go, go out to the website and uh, click on the link and read it. 
Now finally, let's look at the, the last link. Uh, there are some teaching tips for children with learning disabilities. I think that, that's good for our teachers, right? Yeah, this is as simple as it is effective. Yeah. So just some great tips, easy to implement, and it will help students with learning disabilities. Let, let me just uh, give a few examples of what they have on their list. Um, first, block out distractions with earplugs during a test. Sure, those things are very cheap and easy. Um, use a large print version of a test or a novel. Absolutely. Yeah. Kids who struggle with reading. Um, and I would even say cover part of it so that they look at one uh, question or one uh, part no of the problem at the time. Yeah. At the time. Uh, use a laptop in class rather than writing by hand. And there's a lot of technology actually going on right now that you can make, a, uh, there's for instance an app uh, where you can make a picture of your worksheet. You tap on the picture and there's a little uh, window opening and you can type in one or two words there. The, the app is called uh, SnapTap. Okay. So uh, use graphic organization of information. That is absolutely essential because a lot of our students struggle with limited working memory. And if you can um, help them, help them uh, with something to reduce the working memory load of a question, like a graphic organizer, that, helps that really, so that they only need to focus on the numbers, not on where to write it on a page, that is already helpful. Okay, repeat written instructions aloud. Absolutely important. And look if the student is actually listening and, and um, maybe ask to repeat it because if they can repeat it, you're sure that they have listened. Yeah, absolutely. Take parts of a test separately. That also reduces uh, stress uh, because if one part didn't go so well, you do another part at another time, you have a fresh start and you can recuperate and maybe do some breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. And uh, that goes for all kinds of assignments, not only for a test, breakdown uh, assignment in smaller pieces. So um, last but not least, use teacher notes and outlines of lectures. And um, they're really complete information and maybe alternative exam formats. Maybe you want to ask a student to draw um, a multiplication question. Mm -hmm. Now most of these find their way also in my recommendations for accommodations in many reports. Okay. But these are great tips that teachers should look at seriously to implement. Okay. Not, just, I agree, yeah. not just read it because yeah. these things are really doable because I Sometimes there are some suggestions that are a little bit complicated. Theoretical, yeah. Yeah, right. theoretical, right. difficult to implement in the right. classroom. This all sounds very doable. In a, in <coughs> this the, all in sounds classroom. really doable. Great, great. Well, with that, we're at the end of our uh, podcast. Thank you very much for your insights, and we hope to see you back next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and you can follow her on Twitter and on Facebook. She maintains boards both on Pinterest and on Flipboard, and she runs five free webinars. And all the information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Now, if you want to know if you have DiscoCulia, you can do the free DiscoCulia screener on our website, DiscoCuliaServices.com, and free registration is required. 
or you can get a more comprehensive math and dyscalculia screening test at dyscalculiatesting.com. Finally, Dr. Schroeder's ebooks are available on Amazon. You can find the link on shop.discoculiaservices.com or just go to Amazon and search for Dr. Schroeder. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.